The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and, of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Raising capital or taking your business to the world? Investment Fix has everything you need to make it happen. This season, we're exploring the US market, the opportunities it offers, what it takes to grow a business there, and the best way to approach investors. The Investment Fix podcast. Tune in today. Kia ora koutou, welcome to The Real Pod. This is your reality TV and popular culture in Aotearoa podcast featuring me, Alex KC, Duncan Grave. Kia ora. And where's Jane? Now, you won't know about this, Duncan. I hear laughing. This is a hilarious personal joke that we have on the podcast. Whenever you're not there, we have a segment called Where's Duncan? <laughs> I've never because been on you're the not podcast. in the room and because you clearly do not listen to this podcast, <laughs> you could not join me in that. Oh, no. <laughs> a great sadness. Oh, I should listen to it, shouldn't I? It's got good I hear, my sources tell me it's better. (laughs) Um, uh, Big Mum is on Holly Bob's at the moment. She earned it. She's earned it. She's left us. She's left us to kind of pick up the scraps of this podcast. And we've done it before, and I think we'll do it again. Well, we'll get to the end of this, right? Yeah, I'm I'm pretty confident about that. And and I feel like Tiahia has spent a few weeks um, being a modern Māori in in a quartet formation. Mm. That's all finished. The, the, the high, <laughs> it's gone. He's back, back to slumming it yeah, with, with the real pod. Yeah, that's, that's tough. How was the big Friday night? <laughs> was, the finale. It went really well. Yeah? It went really well, thank you. Um, I've never seen so many like drunken but also euphoric boomers wow. and Gen Xs in one, in one place. That accurately describes me about <laughs> 10 days back. <laughs> I had heard separate feedback from someone, apropos of nothing, who said they went to see the show and that you were the standout. And they loved it. And they said, the presence on that man. Mm. Mm. And I was like, that's our podcast producer. Yeah. He sits there and records us talking rubbish. And we act like it's nothing. (laughs) It's not nothing. Um, Do we need to do the, I don't know what the links are. This Uh, podcast can be found on Google. (laughs) Wow. That really was <laughs> even my real bad standards. If you want to well, like think... go to lazy option, you can say that the links are all in the episode description. The links are all are. in the episode yeah. description. And, and cut out you saying that, and then just cut to me saying it. Nope. We're on we're on Facebook. We're on Discord. I would argue. I look. I'm not on Facebook, so I couldn't. But <laughs> but I have seen the Discord, and it pops. Does it slaps? It? Yeah. Well, the real pod corner still exists as well. Yeah. Facebook.com slash. <laughs> Something, Google it. <laughs> that was great. I think that should be. We could clip that. Clip that for sure. I don't know if you can Google Facebook. Like, can you Google stuff? I don't know. You should know. Can you Google stuff? Can this? you Google stuff on Facebook? Like, can you. It doesn't matter. Coming up on the podcast, we've got the cast of F Boy Island NZ. A huge crop of lads. 20. That's too many. Like, Arguably not that, that actually, I do think. Well, no, we'll talk about it. We'll talk, we'll talk about, about it. About I think. It. I think it's an achievement. I think there's a, a, a national cultural achievement buried in there that we should not let go unnoted. <laughs> um, well, it's interesting that the cast. Well, we'll get into it. Sorry, I'm trying to do the professional thing. Coming up on the podcast, we have the Airport Island NZ cast, a slew of celebrity run-ins over the weekend, and all the action from Celebrity Treasure Island and the Block NZ. But first, the real news. Not bad, wow. right? In the scheme of things, not the worst thing you've ever heard. Like, <laughs> I mean, I think if you were, were just not comment doing like live 
doing the thing and then doing commentary, kind of pillaring yourself for the quality of your thing. And people would just be like, well, that's just they how just it's done. They just buy it, but yeah. I refuse. No. Simply not, too not, self-aware. Not the way. I like the stream of consciousness, just like Thank self-doubt you. the entire way. Thank well, you. It's it good healthy. to the interior and exterior monologues. <laughs> <laughs> Dialogue. It's a multifaceted production. <laughs> um, let's talk about the Mighty ABs, shall we? <laughs> we both went to the All Blacks on the weekend. I had no idea that you were such a big fan. Did you go to both games? Did this you go to the Mighty my, BFs? Um, with your Mighty BF? No, didn't you go to the didn't. Mighty BFs. I was at the mall <laughs> the whole day. Yeah. Were you doing like a like a bed in at the mall? <laughs> I was. With John Lemon. And then- <laughs> And then I realised, well, I, I've already got my tickets for the, you know, October 8th. We're all excited for the to see the girls and see Rita. That's true. Um, that I just went to the, the ABs. But this was my first time seeing a rugby game at Eden Park. Wow. Well, I, uh, the, the All Blacks Eden Park, <laughs> I should say. And I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> and I get it. <laughs> and I wore a beanie and I did the face you paint. You had the face paint. Like, I didn't, I mean, I wasn't with well, the plebs. But you were in the corporate box. I was in the New Zealand rugby cor- corporate box. I was three rows behind Taika Waititi. Un- and I called it. There was a, a, a fresh celebrity dropped and everyone was like, oh, who's that? And I was like, that's Rachel McAdams. <laughs> and I was really close, I think. Who was it? It was Elizabeth Max. Amazing. What? Okay. So meanwhile, I was with people with a capital P, and all I saw was Hayden from Married at First Sight oh. NZ, baby. It's one of those ones that you almost don't want to see, where you have to sort of... And we had a moment. You know when you see people in public in, like, a crowd, and yeah. you caught, we caught each other's eye, I had, like, distinctly, I was like... You're the only man who's ever proposed to me. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first thought. That was the first thought. Incredible. And then, but we obviously didn't say hi. Because <laughs> no, did you ever formally turn it down? No. So it's still, I'm keeping my options open. Because Jane, because it was a dual proposal, right, to you and Jane. That's right, and Jane did marry off. Yeah. After that, I'm still available. Just leaving him on scene. <laughs> Is there like a statute of limitations on a proposal? I think he'd have to formally withdraw it. We've got the ring. <laughs> so at the very least, it's like... Yeah, you could just bang it on. Just yeah. be like, what's up? <laughs> Next time at the ABs. I'm surprised that you don't have a sort of a golemish kind of... <laughs> should I? Well, I do sometimes wake up and go, where is the ring? <laughs> like, because I get worried that we've thrown away the real pod museum. Sometimes, yeah. like, because we moved offices and stuff, it's stressful. We need to get like one of those professional, you know, like, like people who play pool and they've got like a special thing for their pool cue, right? You know, like or like an assassin, you know, like a, a, a kit <laughs> that is like a custom suitcase for the real pod museum. Yeah, as all of our treasures have their own special holster. I'm worried about it. I'm worried it's gone to the op shops. Do you think if we got a proper like plexiglass display case? with interior lighting and stuff. Mm-hmm. Is there anywhere in this office where our colleagues would tolerate it being? Toilet. Mm. True. Like a yeah. toilet book. Actually. Like right. a multimedia toilet book. At the back of that toilet corridor <laughs> yeah. where it's yeah. quite dimly lit. I feel like people will be like, fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we could work on it. I wonder how that icing's going. That icing from the Great Kiwi Bake Off season one that Larissa donated to the Real Pot Museum. <laughs> There's some ranks. Are we ranking the contents of the Real Pod Museum? We got to do it. Future post. Um, hey, Alex Rupert, um, for the rugby game, what did you make of the scrummaging? You told me to look out for the scrummaging. Mm-hmm. Multiple times during the game, I yelled, This man is really injured. Someone help. <laughs> there were men bleeding from the head. And they went, Ouch. That's what I thought the whole time. Yeah, no, that's a pretty that's good joke. That's why we pay the big bucks, though. Well, it's like gla- it's like gladiators, isn't it? It's, like it's the modern gladiators. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why you go. And I did get a photo with the kiwi, um, the kiwi representative, the large kiwi of um, the all black, like the big what? soft kiwi. Oh, what? <laughs> you know, just like a big kiwi, like not a not a member of the all black. No, no, no. Okay, no, no, no. Big kiwi, and he was walking away with the woman who's <laughs> who's the world cup Where woman. Is going? People who know their mascots know what I'm talking about. Big Kiwi, woman of the World Cup. Clip this. <laughs> they were walking together, being rushed to go and do their mascot duties on the field, and Joe made me stop them and get a photo. 
And the Kiwi was like, just quickly, hurry up. <laughs> wow. And I was so like, that, oh, that, shit. That, it's a flightless but not speechless. Okay. Not speechless. Kiwi. And you're saying that there's a woman of the World Cup as well who's yes. also a logo? Oh, sorry, a mascot, uh, a yeah. Mascot? Yeah. I don't really know what she... I think she's a humanoid. Was there a vibe between the two mascots? There kind of was. Mm. And what creeped me out is you could see their human feet under the Kiwi feet oh. when their feet would flap up. Not unlike Flappy Shoe, which is a deep That's cut. That's a very deep cut. Have we been recording for an hour? I forgot we were doing a broadcast. The podcast awards. Oh, this is too soon, so. It's a narrow cast. Jane is shaking her damn head. Um, also, other celebrities that I saw from the reality TV multiverse. Mm-hmm. The Mole from The Bachelorette um, at the mall, actually. Josh from The Bachelorette at the mall. And that was all. But I think that was pretty good. That's a pretty good haul for like a normal day. Yeah, but... But I, I've already laid out two top trumps. When you texted and said, Taika is a fan of the real pod. <laughs> that was a little joke. I bought, joke. It. I bought I it so hard. I feel like you're, you all are too credulous. Mm. Like... I think we would know if that were true. Well, you're telling me Rachel House listens to the real pod. Yeah, that, but that they hang out. That, yeah, that's that's they true. They probably have listening parties. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw many celebs. Yeah, I walked in. First off, was I chose to take the stairs rather than share an elevator with Mally the Mallard, Tre- Trevor. <laughs> Just not not because he knows who I am or because I have any profound enmity, but we have had one phone call and it was, I think you were there for it. It was a little bit tense. And I was just like, I don't want that energy. So I get up the stairs and who's there but uh, Ronnie Clark. Amazing. Um, Singing? No, but I could just, I was like, at any moment he could burst into the most extraordinary song. Uh, And I mean, and then you get into like the New Zealand rugby box at these events is unbelievable. It is, it's not the most, like it probably has the most celebrities per square inch, like equal with a TVNZ Mm. reality TV launch. But they're just all so different because you've got all the like these rugged former All Blacks and all these politicians and all these comedians and then the odd like super duper star power kind of thing. It's just it's just the the glorious breadth of All Black fandom. Amazing. Very good. And did, but you didn't you didn't work the room. You didn't chat to Taika. You didn't. No. You left Miss Banks alone. I mean, everyone was like with mm. with with them too. Um, I just talked to my usuals. I talked to Guy Mott. Nice. So he was there with a with a fellow wearing a Wallabies jersey, which is quite bold. That is bold. Oh, I had a ma- I real potted it. What did you do? So Mark Robinson, the New Zealand rugby CEO, was doing his kind of big end of season speech, and and, and during that speech, and I was I was standing <laughs> next to Vic O'Connor, uh, Lord's dad, and. Um, <laughs> And, you know, one of those speeches where you just have to clap almost constantly for just all kinds of stupid things. <laughs> this is a real <laughs> embarrassing. And then I just sort of clapped my bottle out of my hand. No! And it just goes donk and then just splays out everywhere in front of all of the dignitaries because they're gathered around to watch the formalities. And then I go down to pick it up and I've got Nikki's phone and my phone no. in my shirt pocket and they both go, go and I pick up the bottle and it's still spewing. I'm scratching around trying to pick up my phones. Pants rip. <laughs> <laughs> Break wind in the most extravagant way. No, like it was, there was just so many former All Blacks just looking at like what. And, and they're all dressed in black and it says to dress sort of semi-formal. I'm wearing just sort of street urchin clothes. <laughs> and I'm just scratching around at this carpet, ruining everything. <laughs> it's just and everyone, all of my little party of four is just cracking up at me in the worst way. And everyone else is just like <laughs> disgusting. Like so, um, so that was pretty cool. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's the real pod. That's the real that's pod, the right real there. Pod. Yeah, I should have yelled that out. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> just the real. Then Tiger might have known. Yeah, I still true. think there's a chance. I don't think there's a chance. How else would he stay in touch with the people of New Zealand? You know, and what the people almost really... any other way. <laughs> I just don't think so. Um, you met Lynette Forday as well. Yes. Huge week for celebrity Huge meetups. Week. Huge week. So I'm, I'm crossing the Morningside train tracks, which honestly, not a bad place to stand if you want to just collect some rando celebs at the moment. <laughs> and I, I'm on a real tight schedule, as you know. I've got like about 20 minutes to have a 45-minute meeting. But still, see Lynette Forday, 
say something, right? Mm. And um, so I was like, I'm a huge fan. And she looks at me and goes, are you serious? And then it honestly took about 40 seconds to convince her that I wasn't just like fucking with her. And then and then I was like, no, I, we do a podcast from the spinoff. She's like, oh, I'm a huge fan of yours. And I I think it might have been the spinoff and not the real part. Mm, but who knows? Probably Lynette, gone by lunchtime. Let us know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm t- I should start introducing myself as Toby, Toby Manhire. That wouldn't. No, no, people would know. People would know. But um, look, I'm not going to break her confidences, but she said some things which um, were very spicy. We exchanged telephone numbers. Amazing. And I've invited her onto this podcast, and I think at the at some point this season we should get her on because there it feels like there's there's tea. Can I, can I ask what was she doing? Was she walking perhaps six she, kilometers a day? She was easily, yeah. I, I mean, she was flying. Yeah. Uh, and caftan? Yeah. No. I don't think she was wearing a caftan. Sequin scarf? No. No. But oh, I can't say. But okay, <laughs> I can't. I'm not going to put her phone number out here. I'm not no, going do- to dox her. <laughs> but she's got probably the best phone number I've ever heard. Let's just put it that way. Is it 0800 for Lynette? It's in that. No! <laughs> <laughs> Holy okay, shit. Did you see any celebrities on the weekend, Sarah, here? I did not. I well, he must, you must have looked, looked in the mirror. mirror. Oh, 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 I did look in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't you? <laughs> because I stayed home the entire weekend and mm. um, recovered from several weeks' worth of burning the candle at both ends. That's really nice. Star. So that's sensible. That's yeah. good behaviour. Mm. Watched Celebrity Treasure Island. Oh, this, this coming week? Mm-hmm. What a week. This coming week? Is well, the week we're talking about right now. We're time travelling. But just before we get on to Celebrity Treasure Island, I want to talk about F-Boy Island. Did you manage to look at the cast list? I did, actually, yeah. 20 lads. Half of them are nice guys. Half of them are F-boys. So how do you, do you audition, do you say I am a nice guy or I am a, an F-boy? Because I feel, I almost feel like self-identification might not be the best way of getting the biological truth of, of who you are as a person. And also, I'm I'm wary of people who self-identify as nice guys. Worst guys, right? <laughs> I don't know, but I do think they, I, do, I don't think there's like a test. I think they do come in with It's not genealogy. Their ident- I don't think it's there's any biology. like... One, two, three, me, sort of spit <laughs> test type thing. imagine if they could. Although. <laughs> and then you could go out on a date and just be like, do you mind? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, highlights for me include Cooper, who has a tattoo of Harley Quinn on his arm, very large. Loves Margot Robbie. Quite a few people love Margot Robbie. Really? Um, in their bios. Wow. A man called Wade, who self-published a book in 2020 about how to overcome tall poppy syndrome. Could go either way. Could go either way. Could go either way. <laughs> Jesus Christ, they did not deserve a laugh. But here we are. <laughs> but um, that would be a good sort of ID for him on the show. Could go either way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of the men have names that don't sound real, like Cooper Lambert, Greg yeah. Hunter, John Middleton, Logan Brown. Yeah, this is they very d- Dali two names. Yeah. But... Um, it's, it does say something that we've, we've managed to pull 20 lads together. Now, this is what I want to talk about. Mm. Because I remember, and this was like something we've discussed multiple times on this podcast over the years, that there was a basically a thesis that you could not do The Bachelorette in New Zealand. Such was the limited pool to fish from. And I think that was true at the time. And that was a combination of, you know, the, the sort of general reticence of the New Zealand character and the types of blokes that our sort of factories were creating at the time. But I'm proud of us as a nation that um, some combination of the ubiquity of Love Island in particular and the rise of social media and just the, the change in the what what is the range of acceptable things for a chap to do in New Zealand is such that we can just smash out 20, 20 plausible F-boys. That's just well done us. <laughs> They're not all from main centres either, right? No. Like, where's the most f- far-flung place somebody's um, from? We've got a couple of Hamiltonians. There's quite a few Christchurch. I mean, that's there's an East End chappie. That's far-flung. Where's that? East End cheeky chappie. From the, London. L- London. London's East End. I mean, there's a Casey, Sam Casey, no relation. Well, 
that we know of. And there's only one returning. So there's Nathan, who was on Lexi's season of um, The Bachelor, who uh, you may remember as a man who went home quite early, nope. <laughs> played the guitar. He was the one who got biffed before they went on the lads' trip to Queenstown at the last minute. The mole was revealed. Oh. Her sister, her sister-in-law or whatever, who said, I think Nathan's not a good match. So this is his second chance at love. He is 30, the oldest by far <laughs> in the competition. Real concerning. This is starting October tw- 12th. We are... We're in trouble. <laughs> We've got a lot of shows yeah, to watch. But, but we're about to drop two shows that, it, to be fair, probably it's, it's, it's time. This is true. We're going to ignore the mass Singer this week because it was just a humble recap. What, what made them... They did that, this last was that, time. Was that something to do with the Queen? Oh, possibly. That is what Out she would respect. have wanted. <laughs> Out of respect. <laughs> <laughs> the blue penguin is the Queen and they don't know how to cut around it. <laughs> Imagine that. That would be the ultimate get. She probably did have a lovely singing voice. Mm. Do you think? It's honestly impossible to tell. What, what's the deal with old people <laughs> and singing? Flip <laughs> <Like> that. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Is that the end? Of the podcast? <laughs> Is that just it? Their well, voice the is weakened. The on for the Singer, The Block. We're not doing The Block anymore after this week? Is that what you're saying? No, no. Well, I don't even know what's going on with The Block. They seem to be sort of tacitly admitting they're just going to keep doing it even though there's nothing yet to be done. And Next week they're doing Best House. Redo, redo, do five things the judges have told you. Something challenge. And then I think we're at the auctions. So Okay, so the auctions have already happened. That's another thing to note. Is that they a were secret? not live. No, Nikki just figured it out oh, okay. from watching it on the realestate.nz. Real <laughs> um, but they didn't make them public. But she she's got this theory that uh, happy birthday, Nikki, by the way. Uh, oh, happy birthday. She's got this theory and I, I think it's kind of it makes sense that Basically, that they were very concerned about the potential outcomes, given that we've been slumping mm. uh, in terms of the housing market. That that they that they could all have been underwater in terms of whatever they might have imagined their um, reserves were prior to the show. So they basically had to sort of do it, do the auctions in advance, and then kind of figure it out a bit. But I'm very concerned for the likes of. Uh, ben and Quinn, for example, who took three months off, and you know, like I think they were relying on the, this based on remember last year's big big bucks paydays. I'm just worried that they might be this might be another like you actually owe Warner Brothers like fifty thousand dollars for going on the block. Mm. Like, is that possible? It's not impossible. Does this mean so? It's it was live last, so we won't have no live auction. No live auctions unless no they drama. unless they like shot it, but NDA'd everyone. Well, how can you India like? But there'll just be randoms well, who were there yeah. and Nikki, well, you know, and, and with a fake moustache in the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally plausible because <laughs> it's probably going to be on F Boy Island. Um, but yeah, like it's—I don't know how it all works. But the auctions have happened. Mm. So, riddle me that, Harley Quinn. <laughs> and what is the deal with old people <laughs> and singing? Do we play a sting for re- for when we do the recap? Yeah. Uh, reality check. Reality yeah. check. Okay. Should we do that now? Play that sting. I am disgusted at how much you have copied my husband. <laughs> reality check. <laughs> shock, elim- shock self-elimination to begin this week on Celebrity Treasure Island. Self-elimination, yeah. It was... um. Sad. Cassie Roma was so moved by um, Alex uh, King's response to Mike taking himself out that she, she, you know, reflected and said, you know, she said something like she had only been home for 13 days or five months. Out of five months. years or something. The good thing is that, I mean, that was, that was all very moving. And yes. And love Cassie, big, big fan, but also managed to shade Mike King. <laughs> For, for hearing Alex King's plaintive cries and being like, yeah, I'm still going to go, if that's all right. <laughs> so, so, you know, it's good to get a tofu where you get the emotional revelation from, from Cassie, and that was really meaningful, but also you couldn't help but also, come on, mate. Yeah. 
just crop dust v- on your way out. Villain's got a bell. <laughs> <laughs> so she took herself home. That was very sad. What else happened? Courtney, I think Courtney had that secret um, power trip piece of paper that said she can choose the new captains. There's a merge coming and she's going to be the captain of one of the teams and she can choose the other captain. And, and first pick. It was a wildly powerful token. So when she said the game was in her hands, she wasn't lying. She was she not wasn't lying. lying. She was a great competitor, Courtney. I, I, I back Courtney. Also, the Shania Alliance was revealed. Called by one Duncan Grieve again. That's Early on in the spin-off's content. There's a lot of Shania all the way through this show. B- Blair. Jesse. Jesse. <laughs> Damn it. I was so close to cut that. <laughs> Blair Witch. He really, like... I love that that's true of him, mm. and I love that he's saying like no one's listening. Also, no, he's he's not really an older gentleman, <laughs> is he? I'm just trying to figure out what's the deal with old people and saying. <laughs> well, I wonder. We're gonna we're gonna jump around a lot here because I, I don't want to follow the thing, but and we don't have we don't have the the lady the lady um, Jesse and Courtney. Right? Could it be a showman's? Could it be a showman's? I mean, they're, they're both coupled up outside, and we're not wanting Are they? to. Uh, uh, okay, well, I didn't know that. But it, look, Nikki and I both said the same thing. There was just, there was chemistry. Chemistry. They seem to know each other very well in that liar, liar game. Mm. They couldn't bluff each other. And like, they were it was looking interesting. At it, they, were, they were just, there was, there were sparks fly. I just, as, we haven't really had that on one of these shows, no, have we? No, which is weird because there's nothing else to do. No. Like, you're really quite. <laughs> Short of activities. <laughs> There's only so many TikTok dances you can do. I forgot about that captain's challenge chemistry and then like the stuff that happens at the end towards the endurance challenge thing. Yeah. That, that yeah. throws that into a buzzy light when he's trying to communicate. That's uh, right. You know, clandestine. Like, Courtney, Courtney, wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she's like, anyway, jumping ahead. Jumping ahead. No, it's, it's like a, there's, there's basically so many... Crossed alliances. There's so much going on. There's the Spice Girls, the Backstreet Boys. Oh my god! Can we just talk about the Spice Girls and just how well cast that was? And if he was doing that off the top of his head, Ron Cribb straight off the top of the dome. Who Cassie? Cassie was baby. Scary Melody. Dame Susan is sporty. Courtney is posh. And Karen or Siobhan is. um, I think they should have gone with Siobhan just for sort of. Like, like visually, that that scans better. But wow, yeah, wow, I love it. There's so much going on, and then there's so there's the sibling alliance with Siobhan and Elvis and Cam. There's, the, the, the girls allowance plus Mike there's King. Girls, allowance. There's the girls allowance, which increasingly seems to be flooded with men. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of scans. <laughs> It was just a huge week. Also, oh my god, we are so, we are not following any kind of structure here. But the challenges this week, oh. just the best week for yeah. physical challenges, the scale of them, the, the, the physicality, the, the pushy one. pushing that giant X, and them just like screaming at each other. Susan, age fifty something, fifty-eight, potentially 58. quite something, yeah. almost beating Courtney, who seemingly does nothing but exercise. And Susan saying that she nearly blew a foo-foo valve. <laughs> Susan said a few lewd things. She, oh, I don't know what she, a foo-foo valve is, but she's... The she, best thing is, oh my God, when the monolith arrived and Susan Deboy was like, it's a peep show. show. Wow. So good to even be thinking about a peep show as a concept the in jelly 2022. <laughs> she's just fell. It's just, just the raunchiest. Does she think that there's... A peep hole in the monolith that an insider's playing a film? Or is, is, that it, is, that it, or is it live? Or is it, are there people in I there? Because I think it might be, they're just sort of <laughs> waiting. You're just non-stop. I just love her so much. Her, her, her mind. Her beautiful mind. <laughs> it's creative. And also that she's up for like, they did that silly like the dame, dametization yeah. of her up in her PJs early, poking around the peep show, trying to get into the monolith. Who's that? That was man hire. Oh, damn. Just wandering around, you know, gone by lunchtime <laughs> That's fans. That's what you get here. That's what you get. <laughs> the dame Susan DeVoy of the spin-off offices. True. Yeah. <gasps> That's a fun game. Yes. yes. One day. 
Not now. Not live. We can't Ron Kremit. <laughs> I'm not smart enough to do it at the top of the dome. <laughs> um, do we want to charity challenge? They did twerking. I, I, I skip Twerked it. balls I skip out of the, their butts, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> that, that can't help but be fine. <laughs> what I will say is Lynette... The different tactics. A lot of them just went for the straight twerk. You know, mm. Elvis, Joel, Cam, they seem to be experienced in the ways of the twerk. Lynette immediately threw herself back into like an insane exorcist bridge. Yeah. And I was just like, that woman. Uh, but Melody as well, like just handstand, handstand. walking real casually because that's not easy. When was the last time you did a handstand? Oh, I can't. I don't have the, uh, the uh, overhead mobility. <sighs> I hear. We've talked about handstands before. I feel like this pod, I, you think, yeah, recently. I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't want to try. I've done my back in when I was watching The Queen. Is it is it disingenuous for these contestants to immediately go and try out really wacky things? Because clearly the challenge is they want to get you on camera twerking and shaking yes, your butt, right? Yes, yes. Is it disingenuous of the contestants to immediately go to an exorcist style to do something else thing to try and get around it but i think it's more interesting yeah yeah but then quite often and i talked about this with liv when we were watching it it feels like the producers will then for the next round say oh this time you're not allowed to touch the hand the ground with your hands or you Uh, have to stay standing they'll adjust the rules based on the fuckery from the first round Mm. I, i think that the general lawlessness of celebrity treasure island the fact that you can kind of break the game and they just sort of shrug and let it happen is one of the most attractive qualities about this silly, silly show. And then they'll be like, for the final deciding round, they'll be like, okay, Lynette, you have to actually drink the water this time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and not just splash it down your face. Uh, yes. Um, then they merged. And the way they chose the teams wow. was very unusual with Brianna, with her Goggles and crystals, and and but seemingly almost perfectly sensing who it was and making the teams non, making them kind of work. It was sort of a sorting hat situation, but I wonder if she had a small list on the inside of her goggles and a small light telling her. Well, it could be like the chess with the or an earpiece. The who? You know the chess, the scandal rocking the chess world at the moment. Oh no. So this, 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 this is a bit lewd, but, but oh, basically no. Magnus Carlsen, who this, um, actually, I think I profiled him. I think I interviewed him when he was just a teenager. He's this like all-time grandmaster, um, and he was recently beaten by this person who had no right beating Magnus Carlsen, and it's been there's strong insinuations that this person was basically being signalled by someone who had like access to like a big blue style infinite chess variations engine and they were signalling using electromagnetic like anal beads. Oh my gosh! This is, a, this is a real true scandal. What? That, that's what the speculation is Genuine. at the moment. Yeah. That's a good, that's a, that's a good scandal. Is there any, any merit to it? Or is it oh, I think it's almost certainly true that there is some way that, that this person was being signalled because <laughs> You just can't like Magnus. He's just very. He's just very, very, very much the best chess player there has ever been, and this and it just doesn't make sense that this chappy just shows up and beats him. We've checked his ears. We've checked his pockets. Yeah, we just haven't checked his Wow. So what's that got to do with this? Well, I'm not saying Brianna was. But I'm not not saying it, because right. it was just a, the teams were too well-shaped. Yeah. Something's going on. Something's going on. Possibly just that they had a list from possibly, producers. Possibly they just had a list. Um, so what team dissolved? We got rid of Cody. Yes. So it's just Kuaka and Mango now. Um, Mango's got a lot, lot more prime New Zealand beef. Yes. Which you saw in the pushy contest. But I do think otherwise they're quite well matched. I did like in the pushy contest when it was like Ron, some, maybe TK, and then and K- Karen. And you oh, could not yeah, even yeah. see Karen. Like, <laughs> you could just see the top of her head. And then well, there was that good in the moment where Ron was like, I was about to tell Karen to put it back. And he looks across and one eye was going up and the other was going sideways. I love that. I love Ron Cribb. Yeah, he's weirdly great. Cribby. Yeah. We Cribbage. love him. Cribbage. 
Um, so Great they won sport. some condiments out of that. I don't know. I I actually locally think the condiments are the best one. Really? Because that's basically makes your rice and beans palatable forever. Mm. So you can tactically throw challenges. You're just never going to have a completely rank meal from there mm. on out. But, I mean, obviously it's not exciting like fish and chips, but... I think Siobhan did have a good point, Re the fish and chips, that it's rough on your guts. Isn't it? I think so. If you're good, no, if you've gone from eating no, like, greasy food, they've been in there for, what, two weeks now? Ten days? It's really hard to know. <laughs> Maybe a day. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> um, she was like, I didn't even want them anyway. <laughs> I would have been in the toilet all night. <laughs> Can I just say I love Siobhan? Love Siobhan. Very funny, very relatable. Feels like us on the show. Yeah. And she's got so many alliances. She yeah. doesn't know what to do with them all. But, but she also doesn't even know what an alliance is. <laughs> she's like, another I, one? I don't know. I have to tell Joel. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very funny. I will say when I um, interviewed her she at Treasure Island, she was like, I'm going home tomorrow. She's like, I'm not going to last in this at all. She's like, I can't handle the sun. I have not prepared for any of this. But I often think those people are the ones who just arrive. Not, not a threat. Cold. Not a threat. Polina's the same. Polina's just around. And just seemingly skating through without, uh, you know, and I think that the the people who are like, I'm great at puzzles and I'm an alpha, or I'm just like 130 kilos of, <laughs> you know, <laughs> scary muscle, that everyone's got eyes on them all the time and you can just hang back. Mm. What if you just camouflage yourself in a bush? Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> I can imagine Karen doing that. Karen's very funny, man. Like, She's got Persistently... A- Really funny and and quite bold in her interactions with people. Mm. She's she's switched on. She's seeing everything. She um, we got to the captain's test, which we've already talked about the chemistry, the Jesse, the yeah. Jesse Horton chemistry, or just like great beautiful blossoming friendship, whatever. But there's something there. Yeah, it's it's got very Ben and Chloe kind of vibes. But did we learn anything interesting about them? Just the Jesse loves Shania Twain. Used to dress up and sing. Um. And that was kind of it, right? I think most of the rest of them, they were all lies that she had danced with John Campbell, that he had shaved his eyebrows off, mm. that he had um, broken up with someone in an email. Jesse Chook doesn't do that. Jesse uh, Chook doesn't do that. Courtney getting banned from an airline for, you know. Oh, that's right. That's, that, it was, it's a saucy show. It is for saucy. 7.30 p.m. Oh, it is saucy. And Brianna did a real dirty to camera one. That's right. What was it? About matches um Dealing with balls in a social life or something? No, there was, was another one? one too. Like ah. she, she's, she's quite. Oh, it was something about how do I? Um, I'm going to get off the, <laughs> with the rope, and and um, Matt said, no, no, Matt, Matt, Matt was talking about. I think it was Courtney saying like, I'm about to. She's about to get off or, or something yeah. like that. And Brianna looks dead at camera. She's so fast and just goes, "That's not how you do it, Matt," or something like that. It was just like, well done. <laughs> Rude. Absolute filth. So maybe the monolith is a peep show. You know, like I mean, given everything that we know. <laughs> I feel like that's a good spin-off piece. <laughs> yeah. What's in the Tre- monolith? No, no. Tre- the Celebrity show. Treasure Island is the horniest show on television. <laughs> Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Skinny are helping you show how smart you are with the 1Q Quiz, an all-new, super-challenging and super-quick daily quiz built by The Spin-Off. Every Monday, Skinny are giving you the chance to prove you're smart with the Skinny Extra Credit question. Get it right, and you'll get the chance to score yourself some Skinny Extra mobile credit so you can text, call, or even video call your group chat and gloat about how big your brain is. T's and C's apply. Hello for lover. I'm Madeline Chapman, editor at The Spinner. If you have the means, consider supporting our high-quality journalism by becoming a Spinoff member. Sign up now at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. Um, the monolith arrived at the start of episode 11. Everyone was going, what's that big box on the big hill? Dylan Schmidt. <laughs> Dylan Schmidt. Said, it's obviously something to do with the game. <laughs> 
which I think we can all agree <laughs> is probably true. <laughs> D- Dylan, um, yeah, he's sweet. I love him. He, well, they were talking that he could, he could be on The Bachelor, you know? You don't think so? Well. He was very interested in F-Boy Island when I talked to him about that show at the Treasure oh, really? Island party. He was like, what, is he telling me half of them are F-Boys? And I was like, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's loving it. <laughs> I mean, that shot was a very, like, you know, you could definitely see that. But but then he did point out that I think he's he's 5'7", and he's got an upper bound. So that, you know, does that make it difficult? for is, Short is it, king. Yeah. It's all the rage. Is I don't it? think it makes... I don't think so. But he, he but he said he got an upper bound. Right. So does that mean that you kind of... Because then, then you basically can't cast anyone over 175cm as which a bachelorette, which takes out probably 25%, 30% of, of the New Zealand population. Well, I'd be good for it. Jane would be good for it. Yeah. That's that, two. That's two. <laughs> <laughs> Who did that knock out? Siobhan, Melody, couple of couple of tallies that were like... We cannot be together <laughs> because of this and only this. <laughs> <laughs> That's also more showman, showmantic material, though. It's true. Um, charity challenge, stacks and biscuits. Don't watch it. Do you actually just I just skip them. I can't stand a charity challenge. Arnitz, do not want to hear this. I watch this and I'm almost like, this is, this is the worst part of me. All the charity stuff, I'm like, this is boring. <laughs> <laughs> and I skip it. That's fine. It's a safe space. I mean, they're lovely charities. Like, like Susan for the aunties. Amazing. Amazing. But yeah, I just skip it every single time. <laughs> okay, so they stack biscuits with their mouth. That was kind of it. Um, I kind of get that. Like, we care about hearing about the challenge, the charities when they are fighting for their lives yes, in the game. Yes. And they're talking about it, and there's all of this importance. Whereas the charity challenges, charity challenge, because they're always just a bit like silly, and, yeah. and, and I don't really feel like I gain. Like I'm so about the watching this as like sort of survivory kind of weird strategic stuff, which seems to be expanding as the challenges are contracting. Mm. There was a lot of chat about. I think after that challenge, Ron is Thanos. He's yeah. holding all the power. He's got all these alliances. At this point, I'm starting to get confused. <laughs> Can I be honest about who's, oh, who's doing I'm what I'm completely what? confused. <laughs> another, another point I'd like to make is I feel like they're right up against the, the borderline of fair use. Or, or like, mm. like they are singing like the, 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 the Shim Shady and the Backstreet's Back and the Spice Up Your Life. Like these are non-trivial portions of this. I mean, they are trivial portions of the songs, but given the legal climate around, uh, so, you know, and, and the premiums being paid for, for you know, songwriting catalogs at the moment, you know, if, if I was an IP lawyer out there cruising for work, mm. I'd be like, hmm, I feel like you're... You know, because they're not paying for the rights to any of those, and, and Bree even noted that they're, they're up against the line. <laughs> but then uh, did a little wicker wicker shim shady. That's right. Which I loved, but I'm so I'm just like, hmm. And we know Eminem will take action. He's a just man. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he makes his money now. There nowadays. was even, actually, I think last week when Ia got the crab, Brianna and her VO did like a, she's a savage, killed her crab, smashed it. And I was like, is that okay? I yeah. don't know. But What's she kind of line? did the cadence a bit like off, probably much like I did just then, <laughs> <laughs> to avoid jail. <laughs> oh, yeah. what Are, are we now? Are in, we on the hook for this? Oh, no. <laughs> okay, I think we fall squarely into the realm of parody. Yeah, Almost it's just a joke. I think it's fair use because we are commenting. We're, we are the news in the context yeah, of this, yeah, and we're yeah. commenting on this important news story <laughs> <laughs> happening three times a week, 7.30pm, TVNZ2. Fish and chip face-off challenge. This was a great challenge. The seesaw balancing those balls on the end of the seesaw. So tense. So good. They finally cracked it towards the end when Ron Cribb <laughs> <laughs> realised he needed to get low and basically split his bodies. <laughs> oh, it was very impressive. Guaca was just terrible at this, by the way. Just absolutely... Just useless. It was yeah. pretty amazing. Um, I would say uh, TK, <laughs> he's quite confident in his own abilities, like and and very and and like the way that he. I think there was there was some. Okay, I'm probably getting way out of sync, but the, the whole thing's out. Like when he talked about <laughs> going back to get someone who was stuck. 
you know, like, like there, there's quite a lot of me, the hero of my story stuff going on there. Oh, right. Which, um, oh, this is for the digging you're, you're, the yeah. you're way ahead. Yeah. You're at the, the, you're at the Celebrity oh, Treasure Island we Games. Were, and we are, okay. We're back. No, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. But that yeah, was basically he was catching a, shade for that. Yeah. 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 Karen, I think, has started to. Karen's like, he talks a lot. He fills the space. It's interesting if you compare well, Jesse Chooks' performance, how he won that, but still went back and rescued Karen. And yeah. didn't, you know, didn't make a big song and dance about it. Um, it's just interesting. It's interesting to note. But we're not there yet. They won Fish and Chips. Again, another fair use breach, potentially. Fish and Chips, Fish and Chips makes me want to lick my lips. What's the situation there, APRA? I feel like that's, is that, what do they call it? Is it like the national anthem? I think it might be. So it's kind of fine. Creative Commons. Yeah, yeah I think it's Creative Commons. Uh, for you. <laughs> or is that for commercial use? Hard to know. If the fish and chips was like brought to you by LJs, maybe it would be a problem. I don't know. What's LJs? Yeah, Long John, Long, Long John Silver. <laughs> you know. Is that like swashbuckler? LJs. Do you mean the, the fish, fish and, and chips? chips in the food court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Le Mans. Lynn Mall! Oldest mall in New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah. There's actually a good feature on that on stuff.co.nz written by Simon Duncan Day. Grave. <laughs> 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 um, they ate their fish and chips, blah, blah, blah. Lynette versus Susan, they're starting to talk about who's going to go up, up against each other in the elimination mm. challenge. And Lynette said something quite intense about Susan that she said. When someone is that hungry to eat their blood, there's a lot of drive there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, eat their blood is just intense. Yeah, but... Like, eat and she, not drink. Is she wrong? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, how do you... Do you have to really chill the blood? Uh, chill, or slush. just reduce it down? <laughs> over a pan? I don't know. It's going to get to that point, though, eventually, on this show. I do believe it. Susan thinks it might be jelly wrestling. Um, <laughs> for some reason, I don't know how we got here... Oh, Cam is like, Susan, FBI, focus, believe, <gasps> intimidate. And then <laughs> poor Dylan Schmidt is like, I thought that meant female body inspector. <laughs> that was so My sweetheart. <laughs> and then he got like a bit bashful and was like, no, I only said that when I was like 12. <laughs> but then they were like, oh, and you when you were 25. And I'm like... Uh-huh. Leave him it's, alone. It's still classic. It's like if you see the police, Warner Brother, you know, like these are all great T-shirts. <laughs> I pooed. <laughs> Remember that one? No. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should get into funny teas as a side hustle. <laughs> so Courtney, in keeping with her female alliance, puts up two more women for elimination. Especially after Cassie's already eliminated herself. Female Alliance had a bad week. Yeah, I don't know. But she's just like, I have to do this for the one female, me, who's going to win. <laughs> she's putting all her eggs in uh, her own basket. And they do a big, um, it looks at first just like a toddler puzzle where you have to put shapes inside shapes. Um, I think that basically is what it is. But Susan was just all amazing. world at this thing. She was twice as fast, consistently twice as fast as Lynette. Zen master. Just does not feel the moment at all, which is, I think she's legit for this thing. And as she said, she's Jesus Christ, it's Celebrity Treasure Island, it's not the World Champs. (laughs) So good. If you're a world champion. Multi. Multi. Mm. Nothing would phase you, right? Ever. Ever. Race relations, that's fine. It's not the World Champs. (laughs) It's not the World Champs. And Lynette sadly went home. We got Matchism's emotional eulogy. You conquered your fears and you looked absolutely fabulous right to the end. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> and then we get teased again that there's a twist coming that's so big it will change everything that you know. What is it? Peep show and the monolisk. <laughs> I love just all the chat about Because if someone said to me, if I was on an island and I didn't have Google and someone was like, tell me what a monolith is. I reckon I'd probably get a bit confused. It's quite hard to describe, eh? And everyone's like, it's a single stone. That's basically it. Single stone structure. Yeah, fine. Is the thing on One Tree Hill a monolith? I think that's actually another name. Obelisk. I, I think it, but is it an obelisk? <laughs> I don't know. 
Stonehenge monolith. No, because that's many stones. Many lith. I feel like we hear the word monolith used as a metaphor more often than the actual meaning of it. Mm. Like, oh, that business is a monolith. Yeah, of, that, that's very true. Yeah. So, yeah. Is a spin off a monolith? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like a mini lith? <laughs> Spinoff is a monolisk. <laughs> we are a monolisk. <laughs> it's just good to hear monolith. And it's good to have this big strange thing in the middle of the game. It's good to have monolisk got. What's that? Monolisk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> good old Cam. Um, Who is in the RealPod Discord now. Whoa! Anyone who is listening Intruder who alert. No, no, no. That's, well, he's welcome. He's welcome. You're an yeah. intruder. No, no, what? you're not an intruder. <laughs> So you're telling me Cam Mansell, celebrity, is in the RealPod Discord chatting away? By all appearances, um, answering people's questions. And wow. Wow. Ask Cam anything. You can find the link to that on Google. Uh, he is very good on the television <laughs> He's program. so, so yeah. great. I like when they were hanging off that thing and he was just like, oh, look, there's an earwig. <laughs> He's yeah. got a ditziness to him yeah. that I like, but I don't think, I think there's more. I think, I yeah. think there's He's more foxing. under the surface. Um, TK injured himself, slipped down a hill with a backpack on, seems to have broken his leg in 700 places. But, but, but also, <laughs> he's got a really high pain threshold, and an ordinary person would not have been able to handle it. And then Ron said, do you want me to piss on it for you? <laughs> Ron, I Love he, it. He's earthy. <laughs> um, this is where we get Monolith as a peep show, someone thinks it's a toilet, someone thinks it's an escape room. <laughs> There's a lot Especially of different... Shimon. My question is, is the monolith made of polystyrene? No, because uh, in the dramatization, she gave it a... And she said it was concrete. Wow. Yeah. How did they move it in there? How do I, I remember all this with no a, yeah, yeah, Duncan has n- just a red bull in front of him. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Not even a Just me bag. and my beautiful mind. <laughs> um, Dylan gets the clue from Ron. At, yeah. some, at some stage, which takes, is amazing, because Ron had seemingly like just done a mind trick on Dylan, which, <laughs> but uh, he uh, has ended up making good his him, promises. We got like a flashback that he slipped him a clue into his pocket, and Dylan goes and opens it with Jesse in the very secret area of the camp. Yeah. <laughs> Dame Susan immediately walks past. She figures out what's going on. I don't know. It's just like, again, world champion life. And I love that you see like Dylan and Jesse look scared, kind of at the producer, and the producer's like, "Well, you could have gone somewhere oh, more like, secret, almost anywhere." I love that when you see those like David Attenborough moments where the producer's like, "I'm not going to intervene here. I'm yeah. just going to let nature take its course." If these two idiots want to open the note here, you had a similar so moment. So be it. <laughs> you had a similar moment with um, <laughs> they were doing it in the moment with Joel, and then. Courtney's chatting with Mel, and it's like, that's just like there. (laughs) Turn left, and you've exposed this fiendish plot. The timing was wild as well. They were like, do you trust Courtney? And he's like, yeah. Yeah, Hell yeah. Wait, what's that over there? (laughs) (laughs) It's just awesome. So this was, then we moved on to the Celebrity Treasure Island Games, which was another amazing new part of the show this individual suddenly yeah. everyone's competing for themselves there's like knockout rounds um, you have to d- dig a big hole <laughs> the first thing was like dig a, a big doggy? hole and get under a log <laughs> and some people were very fast <laughs> Karen O'Leary got stuck <laughs> upside down like a turtle <laughs> and it was so funny <laughs> yeah, <it was. laughs> and, and good old Jessie Chirk was like I can't leave her there I can't leave her there. She'll be there forever. Jesse Chick was like made in a lab to scurry under a log. Like, perfect. His total volume <laughs> is about 30 litres. Like, it's perfect for the show. He is a whippet, as yeah. Mitch as I'm saying. It's exactly what he is, though, yeah. Matt. He is a whippet. God, I love his commentary. I want to get him to call an All Blacks game. It's oh, a good idea. Yeah. Um, so he was classy. He was in the lead, but he still went back, freed up Karen. And King then. Shit. King, King shit. shit. Yeah. So good. And then, and then I think T.K. got the idea where he was like, oh, yeah, that was cool. Maybe. And he's like, I'm not winning anyway. Maybe I'll just go back and, like, try and free Dame Susan Devoy from under this log. <laughs> um, so then eight of them got through. The next battle was um, the endurance, where they were hanging on a rope on a small distance. Okay, can, I, can I complain about this? Yeah. Because the I remember the the endurance last year. I forget who who it was, but it just took forever, and it really looked like by the end of it they were completely wrecked. But this year, all of the endurance challenges have been effectively resolved through 
you know, basically a concession and an agreement to share the prize, which is, on some level, this is the show evolving and, mm. and people who coming on it having watched the show. But I really enjoy an endurance challenge. Well, I don't really enjoy it when it's like five minutes in, most of them are eliminated. And, True. You know, like those things can be real compelling. So I think they need to figure out a way when they're going into this next year to make it really material for uh, you know, a win versus a loss in endurance. Mm. I mean, that's also true of like all the alliance talk. Like very early, like there's just there's people are talking too much. <laughs> well, I don't mind the alliance talk because they, the 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 number of cross alliances. It's, <laughs> it's completely uh, <laughs> nonsensical almost from the jump. But uh, but there have to be some major rewards. Yeah, I don't know how you fix it, but mm. great show. Mm. They were in pairs, they, they got to choose their pairs, but then it was revealed that they were actually going up against the person rather than competing with them, and that was when we got the negotiations about who will go through and what will you give me, blah, blah, blah. My takeaway from this, Shimpal, very big arms. Did you notice? Huge arms, very yeah. But well, did you see him doing, he was doing those curls with the log and tribute to Ed's? That's right. You know, so. I actually saw him as well on the weekend in real life. Oh, just poor Ed's. Doesn't get, doesn't make your top tier celebrity <laughs> sightings? Um, no, 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 sorry. Shimpal, not whoa. Ed. Oh, I'd seen Ed. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be here. <laughs> be Another engagement. <laughs> But no, it's Ocean Power. And Dave Farnia, actually. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Can't, can't reveal where. Can't but, reveal where but, or why. But wow. Wow. Um, so people decide who gets off. Joel decide, Joel and Courtney basically are at loggerheads about what to do. Mm. And there's like not a lot of trust there, but as it turns out, there was trust one way and not the other. Yeah. Might be so. Courtney well. jumps off. Um, Siobhan makes it through. I can't remember what else happens. Mel jumps off. Mel jumps off. Cam jumps off. Cam jumps off. This is where Jesse oh. wanted to see what was happening with Courtney and Joel. Yeah, that's and right. They clearly wanted Courtney to come through because they, as everyone knows, they have an alliance because otherwise she wouldn't have put him as captain of Kuaka. True. And then she was about to get off, and then he interjects and starts trying to cut deals with Joel to say, that's "Hey, right. we'll, we won't put you up for elimination this week." If you get off and let Courtney go through, my That's brain is melting confusing. at this point. Yeah. Very confusing. Yeah. But do you think that Courtney's right to be placing so much, like, be, be so fearful of Joel? Because I, I feel like Joel, Joel's solid, but he genuinely seems to be like, yes, I have a PhD, but I'm not like a master puzzler. Like, compared to, like, say, a Susan DeVoy, who seems to be very, very fast at that kind of thing mm. and he's obviously not as strong as, as Cribbage so you know like like they're, they're, they're sort of painting him as this like fierce all rounder but I'm not I, I sort of feel like that they're, they're getting quite freaked out over the doctor mm. part of his three names Joel Maddis. I do think he is playing himself down a lot uh, I think he's dumbing himself down he's also he's a professional athlete as well you know he, he was an ice hockey player Really? In, in the state. That's why he moved to New Zealand Prof- to play ice hockey. Pro- but professional. Well, the the top at the top level you can in this country. Wow. We've covered this on the pod. We've when, talked when about this. Duncan Great podcast. The real pod. <laughs> oh, send me a link. But, you know, and if you actually look at him, you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. He's tall. He's built. He's, you know, and he's, I, I think I he's think they're right to be scared of him. Yeah. Okay. I think they are. I think um, he's maybe not the best communicator. Otherwise, he no. would have solidified this alliance with Courtney a long time ago. His social game is weak, and he yeah, sleeps yeah. in. And he sleeps in. As we found out. The anti-dame. The anti-dame. <laughs> I like that about the dame, actually. That she gets up early? Yeah, yeah she's, she's got, got that sort of old person like four, up at 4 a.m., <laughs> which is my future. I mean, when I say my future, it's probably got about six months before that's my normal. <laughs> um, so this is where we get the bit where Courtney goes off and talks with Basically, they're, they're saying the girls and the gays is what Cam said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Take down the big boys league, which is where Joel is having his interview and looks over and goes, huh, maybe I can't trust Courtney as much as I thought I could. <laughs> A great end of the episode. That was the end of the week. We still haven't found out what's inside the monolisk. What is your guess? What is in the monolisk, both of you? I'm just going to side with Dame Susan on this. Peep show? Yeah. Real life peep show? Peep show... <laughs> DVD, DVDs. season one. <laughs> season one to five, that's what I've got at home. So I assume it's the same thing. I <laughs> hear. Uh-huh. It's the fourth intruder. Oh! And it's 
Either Chris Parker or it's um, Casey Franks. Whoa. Oh, Whoa. my God. So, like, Tall Timber. Just the first guy who was nominated on the last season. Or the winner. Back for Vengeance. Or the winner. Wow. And they've been living in there. Or, hmm, no, no, no. Wow, what? that's really good. That's I like just, that. That's my, that's my idea. I like that. Imagine if they've been living there for, like, three weeks. Yeah. And they've just had a bowl of water and a bowl Toilet of... Toilet bowl. Oh, you have to do that, don't Three you? bowls. Water... <laughs> That's rough. And because you can even like say a Casey Frank coming out looking quite, and maybe even, no, no, but still, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Not really. Like, <laughs> it could be pretty freaky, the seven foot coming out the monolith fellow. Pushing it open. Yeah. Naked as the day was born. <laughs> okay, I'm going with Casey Frank, naked as the day was born, as my vote as well. Very exciting. Should we talk about the block briefly? Did you watch? I did watch the last episode. Outdoor week. Move around the mud. <laughs> it's just so funny when they talk about the previous week. It's like, stairs and powder rumors. <laughs> stairs week. Yeah. It sucks. It's cupboard week. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's driveway week on the block. <laughs> Oh, the driveway's already. Done. I mean, like, and, and you can really feel the the judges just because I I think there's something about these houses having the least room to play with, mm. uh, you know, in uh, any house in block history. So they're all kind of the same every week as well. Plus, with the amount of sponsorship that's being sold in, so every week you can sort of feel the the Overton window in terms of like what you could possibly do, just sort of slowly closing in. Yeah, it's tough. I it's- guess guard like with the guard and the outdoors, they had more options slightly. But I thought. They all look rammed. Like, they yeah. were just fucking crammed. That one with the trampoline. <laughs> Marie and James had, like, giant barbecue, huge chairs, trampoline, lush, like, <laughs> trees all over the place. I don't know. Too much for me. Yeah. Pair it back. What about, what about I feel like, Ben and Quinn's outdoor shower that you have to oh, walk, yeah. walk through the house and then shower <laughs> naked in front of about, like, 30 people. people. <laughs> Having barbecues and a bounce on the trampoline next door. Yeah. <laughs> Dillichman. <laughs> I just love Ben and Quinn's attitude. Oh, everything to life. about it. Yeah. And then when Ben like requests requests a passion, nope. Very good. <laughs> That's right. Very good. Very like authentic couple uh, expressions. And it was them that put it. Oh, yeah. When Quinn was like, I did something I've never done before the other day. I ate a bowl of soup while walking up a hill. Yeah. And I was like, that is interesting. <laughs> Only on the block. <laughs> but, you know. But it's not great TV. Is it? Well, we could have got footage. Though. We didn't see the footage. Yeah, but I'm confident. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that she's like, she recognizes that. She's like, that's something new I've done. That's something I want to communicate. I love that childlike sense of wonder. Yeah. I May gr- she never lose it. May she also never lose her ongoing obsession with putting pomegranate seeds on everything in every room. Like, when she dresses the room, it's just like sprinkle of pomegranate seeds <laughs> on whatever dish she's serving up. Delicious, I just love right? it. Yum. They also put in a um, giant fire pit, like a Love Island fire pit in the middle of the The, the scale <laughs> problem, about, yeah. I, I'm, I'd be so curious to be there at like a debrief meeting for all of the sponsors who are putting in this stuff sort of everywhere and, and none of it seems to fit and so there's a lot of like veiled critiques from the judges where, where they sort of have to say something bad about the sponsors product while also saying something good about it it's like I mean th- this is a really great product that is just far too big yeah, for this tiny enormous. location like you've got your 70 inch outdoor TV but there's no room for a chair now <laughs> you know like, I love the way it can turn to watch TikToks. Oh, it can turn sort of 45 <laughs> yeah, degrees. the ground's there. But... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, they're just doing their best, they, you know? Uh, everyone's doing their best, but you can feel that the light's gone out a bit with the, with the blockage. Mm. I think it might be time for a new franchise. I think it's time for House Rules. What's the premise of that? It's just a lot faster and more hectic version of the block. Mm. I actually forget. I, I watched it. I watched a few episodes to review it a few years ago, and was like, "This format is it. It, it just has that. It, it's really frenetic somehow by comparison to, to the block, which is saying something. Because the block's not chill. No, but um, 
but but in in Australia, house rules has overtaken the block as the the premium mm-hmm. uh, sort of home improvement type show. Maybe we should make it. Um, Jason hates the kitty litter of Adam and Stacey in the I driveway. Know. <laughs> He's rude, but I sort of get it. I get it too. A cat would. A cat would. A cat would. <laughs> it's not a cat would never. <laughs> I've seen cats go. Yeah. Before. Yeah, I have too. They've got their funny little expression they have on their funny little faces. Don't look at them in the eyes. No. When they're doing it. No. <laughs> Freaks them out. That's Which is fair. Like, I, that is fair. I'd be the same. It is fair. I mean, you can get those ones that have a modesty sheath. We're talking about litter boxes now. Oh, can you? With like a, yeah, like a little igloo that and they, they can don't go mind. into. And they can, you know, do whatever they want. So this is kind of what Casey Frank's dealing <laughs> with up in the monolisk. Yeah. <laughs> um, anything from Marie and James? No. Bill <laughs> broke their ankle. That was... It was quite emotional. Quite it was emotional. Is that another, like... Because we had the like the really brutal concussion last year. That's right. More injuries. Yeah. I mean, Wolf is pretty. He's God t- forbid you take your shoes off. Yeah. You know, but but break your ankles <laughs> all over the right. show. <laughs> um, one week to go. Possibly two. Possibly three. We just don't Might know for sure. Already happened. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else to say? I think we've done an okay job. We've got to the end of the podcast. Are you talking about us? Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I think we've killed. Great We're pod. here. Yeah, great pod. Um, any other recommendations? Any shout-outs? I think we'll leave it there. Lord of the Rings. Watching Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. oh Leon Wadham. Great Let's shout-out Leon Wadham. Wonderful In Rings of Power. What is his character called? His character is called... Wow. He's a Noomski or something. <laughs> Numenorian. 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 <laughs> Character is the son of a politician. Yeah. He's great. Alex Tarrant, another New Zealand based actor, is great. Um, Crumb, another dude from Toy Fikati. Great wow. job. Really wonderful. They play as Sildor's mates. Get into it. Sildor. Love it. Rings of Power. Watch it on Amazon Prime. <laughs> Help me. We need to finish this. No. Thank you, everybody, for listening, if you made it this far. Thank you, Jane. Miss you, love you. Thank you, Duncan. Thank you, I hear. We'll see you next week. Is it mad that the world burning is not in our, like, top three concerns? You thought bad news was done, but I'm back with more. In Alice Sneddon's Bad News Saves the World, I finally address the climate crisis and explore why no one cares. Watch it on thespinoff.co.nz. I can see the anxiety (laughs) starting to emit from you. Kia ora e te iwi, Kiaihe Butler here, podcast manager at The Spinoff. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a spin-off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spinoff Podcast Network.